back to the Eagle Tribune Sports Podcast. This is Max Cerullo, and here with me, as always, is Bill Burt. Bill, football, it's back, and it's, uh, I don't know if it's better than ever, but it's back. How are you feeling about it right now? You know, caught us a little off guard, I will say. The Red Sox, a little bit surprisingly, I think, caught a lot of our interest around here. Uh, went on that little streak right after the All-Star break. Not, not saying it's a likable team, but I think the Red Sox have probably... I don't know. I think drew us a little to them, and then and all of a sudden the Patriots come, and uh, I, it's funny. I uh, it, all of a sudden the game with Kansas City pops up, and I just realized no one's really talked about Kansas City being even a decent team, even though they're a good team. And we sort of took it for granted. We were more worried about Roger Goodell, and uh, and I'm not when I say we, I'm talking media fans, and I'm talking the Patriots as well. Semi over the top, little bash before the game there, raising the banner. Uh, it felt like a Super Bowl with all these kids faking celebration in the end zone. It was like they paid a bunch of uh, people to come in. But the game starts out looking like they're going to be a blowout, great team, undefeated. And then all of a sudden, uh, dud, they get stopped fourth and one. And, uh, you know, even then they didn't completely fall apart, but literally completely fell apart in the fourth quarter. So disappointing start to the season, but it's here. It's like after two Monday night games, uh, I, some interesting matchups, uh, including Green Bay and uh, Seattle. Uh, I think we're ready. Yeah. No. So you mentioned how everybody was sort of took Kansas City for granted. Everybody. It, it is stark. Like that was a good team, and everybody should have known that it wouldn't be a cakewalk. But you, you listen to the commentary before the game, and that's pretty much what you would have expected. But Kansas City, you know, obviously, nobody's going to be taking any illusions that this is uh, going to be some kind of cakewalk now. The, the Patriots had a lot of issues. So I just may, maybe just a good start. What happened? Like, what was the problem for the Patriots that caused that? I literally believe they, they took the game lightly. As defending champions, you've got to remember, everyone's giving you their best shot. And not only does that happen to the Patriots, even when they don't win a championship because of what's at stake with Belichick and Brady, and it's, it's nearly impossible to win in Foxborough. So I think that was part of it. Uh, Brady was not on his game. You know, we can say, and I, I do believe, not having Julian Edelman is an adjustment for Brady. This is 10 straight years. He's had five years of Wes Welker and five years of Julian Edelman. And now they, they, they overlapped a little, but for five years, each of those guys was the go-to player for Brady during crunch time, third and four, third and six. And... He didn't really have that guy. And, you know, look at the defense. Uh, Hightower goes out, down to Hightower. And who, who, who do you depend on on the defense? That, great I, question because it didn't seem like anybody on the defense knew, especially after Hightower went out. Yeah, so it's not good. And, uh, you know, Ninkovich, uh, Rob had, was definitely – he definitely lost a lot of his athleticism. The only thing is he knew where to be at the right time. And for the most part, we I, I mean, I hate overusing this football term, but setting the edge – I mean, the Patriots were, it was laughable how easily uh, Kansas City in the fourth quarter ran outside the uh, defensive end. So it was, uh, it was a humbling game for everybody, including the people that cover it, because I think we, you know, look, Patriots, Patriots easily could have won that game 52 to 20. I, I, if they hit on a couple of, if Gronk catches that ball, that game's over. But fourth and one going forward, I disagree with Belichick 100%. I, I think if it's, First, fourth and goal from the one-yard line, you go for it. Fourth and one from the 10, no. Uh, it's not a guaranteed touchdown if you make it. And uh, So I think everyone was sleeping at the wheel. And the fans were, as I've been on record, and 
Uh, I think these the Patriots fans are, I don't want to say the worst in the NFL. They are easily the most front-running fans. They're very loud when the team's doing well. They get loud on third and long or third, whatever, for the, for the defense. But when the, the Patriots, they needed a boost, they, they weren't going to get it from the fans. The fans need something to cheer about, and that doesn't happen in a place like Kansas City. And that was a party, though, for uh, the fans up until it wasn't, so there's definitely a degree of shock there. The problem with the Patriots this week, there, are, there were many. How do you feel about the way they are going forward? Should, is there cause for concern, or was this a necessary wake-up call? Now, the only concern fine? I have is the defense. Uh, that's, that's a concern. Now you're going against a, a real quarterback, and I, Alex Smith you know, nickeled and dived him to death, and they didn't take advantage of it. This guy's going to throw it a little bit downfield. A real quarterback, yes, but fewer weapons these days. I mean, Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt after his uh, fumble mm-hmm. to begin the game, those guys were awesome. Yeah, but in my mind, he Alex Smith is a third-tier quarterback, maybe pushing on the second tier. He's not up there. with Drew Brees is a top-tier quarterback, and he will pick you apart. Everything that Alex Smith did was sideways, backwards, uh, five yards, pump fake. You know, a, a good defense should shut him down. Again, the Patriots had a chance to go up two scores, 10 nothing, if on that fourth and one, and they didn't. And, and after that, I mean, they did get a 17-7 lead, but it just something wasn't right. And so I literally throw that game out. This team is on offense is the most talented offense the Patriots have ever had. I say that. And that's with probably without Julian Edelman, maybe I'll waver a little bit. But this is they're loaded. Their running back situation is very good. Their offensive line protected Brady. That's the thing. Brady had a lousy game. This is the first time he's had a lousy game that I remember that he had the zero pressure. The pressure had zero to do with it. Fourth quarter was different. You know, they were rushing an extra guy. I do have a little concern about the defense. I do believe Belichick will probably adjust to that a little bit. But this team's bread and butter is on offense, and they have many weapons still. Still going to figure out the Julian Edelman factor. I think that's important, but they're too talented. I think we'll see uh, Chris Hogan being used any differently. Oh, that was bad. Chris Hogan Chris Hogan imitating uh, Julian was embarrassing. I mean, the running plays, that's not him. He's not an aggressive player. See, that's why Julian Edelman is so special. And I, I think if I'm any team, I'm looking for the next Julian Edelman. Easier said than done, but I'm looking for that little tough guy who's uh, a slot guy, who's got some speed, who's willing to go fight for the extra yards, run three, two or three plays per game. I mean, Hogan is not that guy. Hogan's thing is speed. I mean, I go back to my nephew uh, was a pro lacrosse player, and he's uh, just retired. And one of his buddies on, on the Cannons said... Uh, played against Chris Hogan in college, said he's the fastest white guy he's ever seen. <laughs> and uh, that's what his thing is, speed. And, uh, but that speed doesn't necessarily translate to what Julian Edelman brings to the right. table. Right, so, so imitating Julian Edelman, that's the wrong guy. I, there's no one on this team that can imitate him. The only guy that we thought might be able to, Austin Carr, he went to New Orleans. He didn't even crack the top. He was, you know, inactive. So we can't, I'm not going to say that Austin Carr is a great player, would have fit in. I think a lot of people disappointed he left. But, Replacing Edelman is still going to take some time. And I look at Brandon Cooks. He's really the guy that's got to step up. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they adjust after you know, 10 days of uh, preparation. And then just before we move on, just uh, defensively, uh, any adjustments do you expect uh, we might see? Different personnel, different changes like that? Uh, no. The front, again, the front seven was disappointing. I, I think, uh, setting again, setting the edge. You know, the Patriots didn't really get – they got chewed up with really – crazy plays and I, I, I don't think that's going to be New Orleans as much. New Orleans is 
is uh, which is next week's game on Sunday, which I will be at. Uh, New Orleans is uh, a team that is trying to run the ball more. They're trying to take a little pressure off Drew Brees, who's in his late 30s. But their bread and butter is Drew Brees throwing it 35. He threw it 38 times, I think, last night, 28 of 38. Uh, and he really wasn't on his game. I mean, stats look good. Couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Got a late touchdown that was basically handed to him. They needed two scores earlier, and he had a chance inside the five both times. Couldn't get him in. So defensively, this is going to be a little bit of a test because I think they're going to probably come out throwing against the Patriots. It's not really a team you run against. You have success throwing, then you run against the Patriots. If you're going to run against the Patriots, that's what Belichick wants. Run, run, get your first downs, give the ball to Brady. So uh, why don't we talk a little bit more about the Saints and Patriots in just a moment so we can uh, take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, Mac here. So I know what you're probably thinking. That Bill Burt thinks he knows so much about football. I bet I could outsmart him. Well, I got good news for you. The annual I Beat Burt contest is back for its 21st season. Just like always, the rules are simple. Pick the weekend's games, and if you get more games right than Bill, you'll win an I Beat Burt t-shirt. You can enter by filling out and mailing in the entry blank in Wednesday's and Thursday's paper each week, or you can enter online at www.eagletribune.com forward slash you can also find more info on how to enter contest rules and tiebreakers there. All right, back to the show. All right, and we're back. So you just mentioned you're going down to New Orleans. I was uh, had the pleasure of being there myself back in July. So you'll, what's uh, this won't be your first trip, I'm guessing. You've been a couple Super Bowls there, right? Yeah, I've been a couple Super Bowls. Been uh, on a couple visits there. My son's baseball team. He's the University of, I'm giving a, a, a plug to Northeastern University Baseball. Played at Southern Miss last year, and we all went to uh, New Orleans, spent the night there, had dinner over one of the players who's from North, uh, from New Orleans on Northeastern, Metairie, which is right outside. So we had a great time there. I'm a big fan. So, uh, I, I say awesome. all Super Bowls should be in New Orleans. It's an awesome city, really is. I mean, I was there in like the heat of the summer, muggy as heck, but still just a, a great time, great food, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's not so, the cleanest city, no, but, but uh, it's if you go there, you know what you're there for. Uh, have some fun, and you'll see some crazy people. A lot of character, good mm-hmm. people watching. So a bit jealous that you got to go, but it should be a good time, mm-hmm. and it uh, should be a good game. So you know, we were sort of talking a little bit before the break, uh, you know, New Orleans, Patriots, Drew Brees, obviously a real quarterback. New Orleans has other issues, of course. How do you see this one shaking out? If New Orleans had won, which I predicted was wrong against Minnesota, and they didn't look good, their defense was abysmal. Coming into the season, I thought, and I have a couple connections out there in New Orleans, that they really committed. They draft, you know, first two picks this year, a free agent, were defensive players. And they try to get Butler. And as, you, as I saw last night, they need a guy like Butler badly. They probably should have pulled the trigger on the deal. Would have been Butler for Brandon Cooks. But they held out. Well, so, which you lose a year of, of Drew Brees. So I, I blame New Orleans. So if New Orleans had won and the Patriots had won, I would have predicted a Patriots loss next week. Now I think there's no chance the Patriots lose. I'm not saying they're going to destroy them. But uh, they have too much at stake, too much pride. I know they've gone 0-2 and won Super Bowls. This is big. Uh, you know, the AFC, you got teams like Oakland, Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh didn't look great, but, you know, won in Cleveland. And this, is a, this is like a sort of show-me kind of game. I think the Patriots have a lot at stake. 
I think when it, when it, when Patriots are at these games, they win these games nine times out of ten. I wouldn't be surprised. The only thing with this defense, it's not a great defense. But Brady against the New Orleans offense, uh, I think he's going to put up a forty spot. This feels like this could be one of those like forty-eight to forty-two kind of games. Yes, doesn't it? If the if the defense issues aren't figured out, right? Then I mean, I mean, the, the Patriots are. On paper, they should run all over these well, guys. Well, the one thing the Patriots have done this year, they, they've done a little bit about what uh, what New Orleans has done by getting Adrian Peterson, uh, who really you know didn't have a great. What game. happened with that last night? He only rushed for something like eighteen six, yards. Six right? for eighteen. They couldn't run the ball, so yeah. I, I don't blame neither guy. Could Ingram couldn't run either, so it wasn't uh, you know running backs get ticked off, but when you get you, you just can't keep running the ball when you don't work and you're down two touchdowns, so. They're a lot like the Patriots in that they want to take – the Patriots obviously went out of their way to take pressure off Brady. You know, they get Burkhead, who I really like. Rex, he really didn't do much. Mike Gillisley, looks like he's going to be a good player. I know I, I, he had three touchdowns, yeah, but you know was, what? He had like a not great game, but if you were a fantasy owner of his, you were probably yeah. pretty satisfied. Like Plunt would have had three touchdowns yesterday too. Yeah. They thought this was an upgrade from Plunt, So he's going to be more of a 15 – 80-yard kind of guy, and he wasn't. He was 15 for 45 yards uh, and a score or two. So I, the, Patri- the Patriots are committing uh, to the running attack as well. So uh, James White, we, we didn't have really mentioned him at all when you mentioned the Patriots, but rock solid. I still think he's one of their better players going back to the Super Bowl. He was probably his deserved MVP as much as Brady did. So I believe the Patriots, I like, I like what they've done offensively. The fact they brought traded Cooks, for first-round pick for Cooks, tells me the Patriots want to win now. I like, and I think the Patriots are going to try to be a little more balanced. And he wants to run the ball, Belichick and, and uh, Josh McDaniels. So I think we're going to see a little of that. I honestly believe they're going to move the ball at will, though, uh, on Sunday. It should be fun. I think it'll be a good time. I like 1 o'clock games, too. Yeah. The Patriots never play at 1 it o'clock. It feels like, yeah, I, honestly, I feel like every weekend, like, I just want to watch the Pats, you know, sit back, watch the Pats, enjoy it myself, and then it's like, oh, they're playing at 8.30. Right. Again. Right. Every, like, it's tough. Co- think of covering those games, you know, at 2.33 in the morning. Like, you know? Yeah, I can only imagine. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, before we, uh, I mean, just before we move on to the rest of the NFL with the uh, – Anything else with the Saints or with New Orleans in general? No, I think the Saints are down. Uh, it is home. It's a big game for them. It's their first home game. Won't be easy. Uh, I just don't see the Saints' defense stopping the Patriots' offense. So it might be – It might. It, maybe it's not in the 40s. Maybe it's 34-28. Maybe the Patriots try to – you know, look, Belichick looks at this team. He's looking long-term. And they got to run the ball. They got to show some, a little more balance. You want to take pressure off Brady now that, especially Edelman's gone. You got to run the ball. So maybe scoring in the 30s, you know, 34-24. Maybe that's the kind of game I, I look at. Uh, I just don't see the Patriots losing after a loss like last week. I don't see it, and, and it was embarrassing. And I'm assuming it was tough to be a Patriot the last 10. You heard days. a lot of people in the locker room throwing around the word quitter in the last couple of days yeah. too. You get the sense that maybe that was. Uh, that could have been a big part of the problem too. Brady sort of questioned it afterwards. He didn't really say. He just said we didn't. Uh, you know, we got to fight a little more, which is basically saying I, I, we we quit. It, it was weird. I mean, again, the fans quit. I mean, it was a one point game in the fourth quarter. Patriots have the ball, and it's. I think we're all there saying Patriots are going to win the game. It doesn't matter. And then all of a sudden, uh, now it's touchdown, 80, 75 yard score, running play, thirty yards, uh, another twenty, you know, twenty yard run. Whoa. You go back to the, the, the worst Patriots team under the, 
the Brady era, it was it was the 2002 team. And that team started out hot, and all of a sudden, every team just mauled the Patriots defensively. Like They scored. They would uh, run the ball 120 yards, 140 yards, 160 yards. So I'm assuming they're going to try to fix that. It, uh, it's not a great defense. It's maybe not even a good defense, but all it has to be is a decent defense. Well, as long as this, if they had uh, an egg to lay, better get it out of the way early. Yeah, right? point, remember with the Patriots, it's not yards. It's points allowed. That's what Belichick, uh, he'll let you move 40 to 40. He'll give you a field goal. Tra- he'll trade. Touchdowns for field goals every time. Nice. So let's look around the rest of the league. So uh, we had some interesting games this past weekend. Um, a couple of real uh, real duds. I mean, let's just kind of go through. The Falcons almost got upset by the Bears. They got bailed out by those two drops yeah. on that last drive. You have the Bengals. Just Andy Dalton may have had one of the worst quarterbacking games of all time. <laughs> and then you have the Texans. I mean, obviously they're you – know, you can understand that they've been going through a lot with the Hurricane Harvey and everything, but – they got just mauled by Jacksonville, and then obviously you know, all kinds of other things like yeah. that. So, what's uh, you know, what, what are what are our takeaways from uh, week one? In the couple NFL? things, a couple things. Green Bay, I think, is is legit, and I thought they were coming into the season. I look at uh, I, here's what I looked at this season. I said uh, that finally Aaron Rodgers is understanding his legacy is at stake here. While Brady's winning championships. He's fuddy-duddying around with this incredible talent and rolling right and throwing these great passes and rolling left. In the end, it's about winning. And I think he's committed to winning finally. Like, And I think he's taking it personal when guys aren't working hard or playing well. So I think Green Bay is the team to beat. I said it. And, and they beat Seattle. And that was in Green Bay. And Green Bay, a couple of plays. I mean, Seattle, a couple of plays they make. A referee, a couple of questionable calls by referee. A block in the back. Uh, could have called an interference. Maybe the game's different. I'm not a big Seattle guy. I think Seattle has been on the on the way down for about five years now. I know they almost beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I thought the Patriots totally outplayed them that game. Sort of fell apart in a couple of key moments. But the Patriots, man for man, out-toughed Seattle. So I'm not a big Seattle guy. I think they're going to be around. I think they're probably going to win the division. But Green Bay won. Two, Atlanta. I'm not a believer in Atlanta. I think that loss uh, was devastating last year. They're talented as heck. They're going to be around, but they're going to lose in the playoffs. I just don't see them. I I think that loss to the Patriots, the way they collapsed. You you just don't collapse like that. You lose and you collapse. That was a collapse, and those are not easy to get over. And I go back to the Patriots 2007 Super Bowl, which wasn't a collapse. They got beat up by a New York Giants team. And, you know, think about it. They didn't win a Super Bowl for seven years. I mean, you can kind of look at the Seahawks the same way. I mean, like three years later, you're reading articles about how the players, like, still haven't quite gotten over, you know, those final play yeah. calls. So, uh, yeah. Falcons, it'll be interesting to see. How do you feel about Dallas last uh, the other night? Dallas is going to be good. I'm a big Dak Prescott fan. You know, in retrospect, he's a lot like Brady. If you really looked at his college career, you know, and I know Brady split time with Drew Henson and whatnot, but you, you look at Dak Prescott in college at Mississippi State, he's, he's the real deal. He was a leader, beloved, made big plays, could run, could throw. I'm impressed. I'm impressed with his savvy, just like not afraid of the moment, which is what Brady was. Go back to what Brady's, you know, the Super Bowl run, the, the, really his second year here. Uh, this kid reminds me of Brady, and I'm a big Dak Prescott fan. And uh, I'm not a fan of the organization. I'm not a fan of Jerry Jones. I think he's a, I think he's a win at all cost. And um, the character, the, the lack of character guys he brings in, including the running back, who's very talented, might be the, you know, second or third best running back. I'm a Le'Veon Bell guy, uh, but 
he's, he's legit, and their offensive line is legit. Their defense, you know, played well against the Giants, but the Giants are, are I think, again, uh, they're, they're eight and eight, nine and seven, ten and six at best. So um, I don't think Dallas is as good as Green Bay unless Dak Prescott becomes, and I'm not going to call him a game manager, but he's got to now make plays to win games and not just rely on others. That's when that's when teams are great, when the quarterback can make plays when everyone else is down and out, when the defense isn't playing well. Because their defense in Dallas is decent. It's not a great defense. It'll be interesting to see. I think um, that team has a lot of potential. Yep. But, I mean, they're, they're obviously dealing with their own issues. Uh, although, I, at this point, I think it's – Elliot, I think, is – at this point, is good to play the rest of the season, right? I yeah, probably going to be around the rest of the season with the court system. Uh, and he's good. look, he's very good. I mean, he's he's strong. Once he gets going forward, he's the best running back in the league. Um, so it's they're going to be tough. That's a tough out. I just there's something about Green Bay, and I saw that I, what I liked about Green Bay was defensively. Now Seattle's not a great offense, but uh, they really beat up the Seattle offense. They're, they're the Green Bay defense, so that's going to be interesting to watch. So. After that, Oakland winning in Tennessee, that's a big win. I picked Tennessee. Uh, it was a reluctant pick. I just thought, but in retrospect, Oakland made the step last year. Tennessee is still a non-playoff team, and they look like they're a team to beat. I just thought at home, opener. But you know what? Openers are very important games. I just don't fluff them over. I think I'm, I'm giving the Patriots a pass because of their history. But like that Green Bay-Seattle game, that was a big game, and it told me a lot about the two teams. Um, you know, the fact that Kansas City was able to do what it did in an opener tells me a lot about Kansas City coming to Foxborough. Oakland going to Tennessee and winning in Tennessee. You know what? Barring inj- crazy injuries, they believe they're very good. Pittsburgh's interesting. You know, they're, they're really the nemesis of the Patriots, and I don't, maybe I don't, maybe not so much the nemesis, but I think they're the team with the most history. And, you know, I don't want to say they're not afraid of the Patriots because I think they, there is some fear there. But what, ha- what a lot of teams see what the Patriots did Sunday and they, uh, last Thursday and they go, whoa, including Pittsburgh, this is wide open and maybe we're the best team in the league. And I think you're going to believe you're the best team. Yeah, they'll smell blood if uh, the Patriots show any vulnerability. Patriots, look, sure. Patriots schedule is tough. You it's, know, they're, yeah. they're they, in Denver, they're in Pittsburgh, and they play Oakland. In Mexico City, oh, which could have been, you know, Oakland took that game two years ago, didn't know, didn't realizing how important. That's going to be sneaky, uh, a sneaky, interesting game, just because, like, if I'm not mistaken, that stadium is, is at a higher elevation than yep. Denver. So, like, all the trouble that you have when you go out to Denver, like environmentally, could be even worse out in Mexico. I believe, though, the Patriots, yes, the Patriots, though, are in Denver the week before, and I think they're going to go straight to Mexico City. So they're going to be acclimated to that the That will be helpful then, for sure. That's a, that's a good, uh, it's fortunate for mm-hmm. him. One other game from last week that stood out to me, I noticed, the uh, the Rams versus Colts game. Terrible, like, terrible game in terms of the overall football. The Colts just absolutely fell apart. But how do you feel about the Rams and uh, especially Jared Goff? He looked like a totally different yeah. guy, unless it's just a statement on how bad the Colts yes. defense is. yes. It's how bad the Colts are. I, I, so going forward, I think people are going to jump on the Rams a little. You know, they ran the ball well. Goff looked good defensively. Young coach. This is when teams are full of themselves, and they just beat, I will say, I'm not a Colts. I think the Colts are the worst without Andrew Luck, are one of the worst teams in the league. They're progressively getting worse over a five-year stretch, 
and I have zero fear. I, I believe the Rams, I don't know who the Rams playing this week. Do you um, have the schedule? So, no, we don't have it in front of us, but I believe the, the Rams are... Um, they're playing the, the Redskins this okay. weekend. And where's that game at? Uh, that is, I believe, in Los Angeles. Okay. Well, if it's in Los Angeles... But the, I will say the Redskins need to win. Redskins are a home team. They, they, they lost to Philadelphia, which is, you know, you know probably a second-tier, third-tier kind of game that might have an interest. But I'm not on the Rams yet, and I'm not. Uh, this, this coach, they got a lot to prove. What happens is there's a false bravado here. We're great. We're great. You just beat the worst team, one of the worst teams in the NFL, not outside of the Jets. Well, that's what I, well when you're the Rams and you're usually considered yeah. in that category, I guess, to – Put off a win like that is somewhat. I don't want to take away from their excitement. They've, they've they've been lousy for a couple of years now, but good. Enjoy it because I'm betting against the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't blame you for that. Well, I guess anything else we want to uh, go with uh, before we wrap this? No, up? I, I just think Patriots are going to be interesting. It's a big week for the Patriots, and I, I again I had them losing this game. I thought about a month ago I thought New Orleans was going to be better, but this is different. Uh, no, is the Patriots season completely over if they lose? No, because um, I think you know New Orleans and Drew Brees is legit. Patriots defense, I have questions about. If they got obliterated forty-eight to twenty-four, I would have serious concerns. But I do think the Patriots are going to win. I, I, I'm not saying a blowout. I just think their defense isn't going to be able to stop Brady. And then we got Houston, another team with a quarterback issue. It's we won't probably start getting interesting probably until. You know, you get the Panthers here and then go to Tampa. Tampa's going to be interesting because I think uh, I'm impressed with Tampa. I like the what direction they're moving. Then it's the Falcons could be interesting. So we got to look at that. It's, a, it's an interesting season because it's a Broncos, Raiders. A lot of good teams. It's yeah, it's a, not going to be easy. No, there's no give. There's no gimmies anymore. Except and, for the Jets, of course. But Well, yeah, sorry. There's, <laughs> there's, two, there's two gimmies there. But uh, uh, the Patriots are going to be, look. Easy to jump off. We, we had them under, going undefeated. I'm talking we, basically the general public, possibly undefeated. So you just can't go one loss and say they're completely broken apart. Bad game, in a lot of ways a bad effort, but I, uh, I'm, I, I wrote a column about this this week. If you, if you want to bet against the Patriots now and Belichick and Brady, go ahead. You're probably going to lose your money. All right. Well, enjoy your trip to New Orleans. I'm very, very jealous. Uh, you'll be sure to eat well, no doubt. Can't wait, and yeah, you know they have other things besides food, but I'll keep we'll probably keep with that. I just go. I, le- I do like crawfish. I've come to really like it, and I, I like the Cajun taste. It's it's nothing like it. All right, man. Well, hey, so thanks so much. We'll uh, catch up with you uh, next week, and uh, everybody will uh, will be back soon. Let's okay. do it again. Look forward to it. All right.